Well, I know we've all heard it before, but the readings at Mass, especially Sunday Mass, the first reading in the Gospel, are always connected. The church intentionally picks the first reading, typically from the Old Testament, to, in a sense, show the fulfillment of that Old Testament prophecy in the life of Jesus. And so if we see a connection at times between the reading, especially the first reading of the Gospel, we should. That makes sense. Sometimes the connection's hard to see, like last week. Didn't even touch it. This weekend is a little bit easier to see between the prophet Isaiah saying, come, come all you who are thirsty. And then of course, this wonderful gospel of the feeding of 5,000. So I wanna offer three points in the gospel and then try to connect it back with this first reading from Isaiah. First point on the gospel would be this. Of all the miracles that Jesus performed, and there's many of them, right? Think of all the miracles that the Gospels uh, report, the healings, the raisings of the dead, so on and so forth. The only miracle that you'll find in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all four Gospels, is this. The only one that's in all four. Now, that's not just some interesting factoid that I want to show off with. There's actually great intentionality with that. What would that be? Well, obviously, if all four evangelists wanted this miraculous account of feeding of 5,000 men, not including women and children, five loaves and two fish, if that's supposed to be in all four Gospels, then this account, everyone, was at the very central of Christian belief, teaching, and practice in the early church. That the evangelists wanted everybody to know about this feeding of 5,000. Hold that thought. Point number two. Notice the language that Jesus uses when he begins to feed the crowd. He took bread. He said the blessing. He broke it. He gave it to the crowds. Taking bread, saying the blessing, breaking it, and giving it. What does that sound like? Mass. The Eucharist. Jesus is now making a clearly Eucharistic move. He's preparing his apostles for what? For what we're doing right now. He was preparing his apostles for the Last Supper. He was preparing them for the Eucharist. That bread would be taken, blessed and broken and given. And who is this bread? Himself. So now if we connect those two points, everyone, that this feeding of 5,000 was at the central of Christian belief, Christian practice, what's at the center of our lives, or at least what's meant to be, what we're doing right now is the central focal point of our week, that everything we do this coming week flows from the altar. Everything we do for our families flows from here. That is why this is so central in the life of the church today. It always has been, and it always will be.
But let me make this final point on the gospel. What got this whole thing started? What, what, what motivated Jesus to want to feed 5,000 people? Well, we're told this. That his heart was moved for, with pity for them. That the internal movement in Jesus' heart towards seeing the hungry crowds was what? A movement of pity towards the crowds. And we hear that and we think, oh, that's nice. Great. Jesus had pity. Wonderful. Not so fast. People much smarter than me and way, way smarter than Father Wolf say, (laughs) don't tell him. Uh, (laughs) That this word pity is a pretty lousy translation. The word pity is Jesus was moved in his guts. Doesn't flow quite as nice, does it? Jesus was moved in his guts. That's what it means to say he had pity. Now, let's take that one step further. For you and for me, that is the response of Jesus to every human need. No matter the suffering, no matter the anxiety, no matter the fear, Jesus' response is always one of personal concern. So whatever it says in your head right now with everything going on, Jesus doesn't care. Baloney. His response is a guttural response of concern for his people, including you. And what is his response? Himself. Under the hidden form of bread and wine in the Eucharist. Come. Come all who are thirsty. Come to the waters. Come and eat and be satisfied. It's incredible to think, everyone, that the longings in our hearts can be fulfilled. And the only place that happens is right here and right now.